Welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. Hey, hey. So I know how you're doing, but do you <laughs> wish to tell our listeners how you're doing? Uh, the vid freaking got me. <laughs> That's how I'm doing. Um, I was already experiencing slight symptoms when you got your positive test and we recorded on Tuesday and then it just progressively got worse. And I took it took three tests for me to finally get a positive test back, which was annoying in itself. So yeah, I've been cooped up in my home for days, miserable. <laughs> it's been awful. Mm. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I knew there was a chance by us going to Lala that we would be exposed, but it still sucks to like actually have that happen so quickly. <laughs> Yeah, it's the consequences of my own actions. So, <laughs> like, I, this was the one thing that I was worried about with going, and I fully accepted that I was possibly going to get it. So, I'm not surprised, but did I want it? No. <laughs> Especially if I knew it was going to be like this. Dang. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, you just, you know, or like you were asymptomatic or some people are like, yeah, I just, I was a little congested. That was all. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, list the COVID symptoms. I had them all <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Insane. <clears throat> I feel like you got hit harder maybe than I got hit. I mean, I obviously have it. I haven't left my house in six days. Four more days to go until Friday and I can be released back into the wild. Um, <laughs> but um, one of our friends recommended um, like some medicine and I got it on day one. And I think that really helped. <clears throat> yeah, they didn't want to give me that medicine. They're like, you're young, you can fight it. And I'm like in my room dying. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, yeah, can I get some? And they won't like, like, they're they are taking forever to try and just give me some medicine i'm like please and i think that initially they didn't want to give it to me because when i went initially i didn't have like a cough Mm -hmm. but now i do and of course it progressed over the weekend when they were like closed and it wasn't like a i need to be in the er type thing so i'm like i guess i'll just wait it out but it wasn't fun and even today trying to get the medicine they're like playing hot potato with the freaking phone like somebody just write me a prescription for something my lungs are falling out of my chest like come on (laughs) this doesn't make any sense so we'll see i'm so sorry so annoying i'm like and i mean we've discussed this in our myers Briggs. And many other times, but like I'm an introvert, but I didn't realize how often I leave my house, even if it's just to like go to the library or pick up a book or grab coffee or go to Zumba. <laughs> like I just, yeah, yeah. This is like tiny violin moment. Um, and I would still say Hobie Palooza was worth it, but yeah, it's not been a fun six days. <laughs> Will not be another fun four days of just sitting around. Um, 
So one thing I want to talk about before we jump into our main topic for the day is that Bad Decisions, a Benny Blanco song featuring BTS and Snoop, um, is out now. Yes, it is. Let's talk about it. All right. (laughs) I'm going to try to sound like... happy on the episode today but i'm struggling so <laughs> yes let's talk about the <laughs> the song that was released um it did wouldn't this i can't remember when they started doing like the full promo for this song but and i can't remember if we talked about it but of course it came as a shock to me that this was the snoop dogg song I that know, we've been right? waiting on <clears throat> for forever it seemed like Dare I ask, what the heck was Snoop doing on the track? <laughs> like, my hopes were so high, maybe because we've known, like, Snoop collab in progress, and I assumed some kind of track, and it's, like, California Girls, which Benny Blanco also worked on, fun fact, but, like, even less. <laughs> I, I don't want to say I expected, like too much more (laughs) i don't really know how to explain it i think the song in general is going to take me a minute to get into one because i definitely listened to it in like a covid induced fever so (laughs) it all didn't seem real um (laughs) and then two um i'm like i can see how this will sound really fun when I can enjoy it (laughs) but as of right now I'm just not entirely like there's parts of the songs that I like and then there's some parts that I'm like I don't know and one of them was like Snoop's first verse or whatever you want to call it um I was like I don't know about this but (laughs) I mean I don't like dislike the song I'm just not like fully on board quite yet give it give me a minute and then we could talk about it later (laughs) but right now I'm like I don't know yeah I told you I wasn't really on the Benny Blanco train which fun fact DMV guy he's from Reston which I'm pretty sure is on the silver line um but I saw people comparing it to a lot of other pop songs that are out there Um, and like looking at Benny Blanco's, why did I stutter? Looking at Benny Blanco's production credits, it kind of makes sense. Like all of the songs probably that people of our rough generation grew up listening to, like he had his hand in them. I mean, like Teenage Dream for Katy Perry. Well, so first of all, he works with Dr. Luke, which if you know about Dr. Luke, the Kesha thing, Mm -hmm. um, TikTok by Kesha and Teo Cruises Dynamite, Britney Spears Circus, Moves Like Jagger, Maroon 5, Gym Class Heroes Stereo Hearts, 303 Don't Trust Me, and Maroon 5's Payphone featuring Wiz Khalifa. Like that Mm. right there is probably the soundtrack of like my high school summers. So all of those songs like sound this, I don't want to say they sound the same, but it makes sense now that you say it. Exactly. And so I heard someone say like, why does the sound like 
you know, a pop hit from the mid 2000s or like 2010s and because it is because like that's his style (laughs) when he was active you know um so I guess I made the mistake um uh he's done a bunch of other ones too that people would probably know but I'll stop there but I made the mistake of watching the video first and uh I'm always grumpy but I did not like the video. I it I know a lot of people thought it was funny or cute. Um, I just really don't like people. I don't know whether Benny Blanco is or isn't a giant BTS fan. He's saying that he is. So I'll take him at his word and that it was intentioned as like part of his fan experience and not like clout chasing slash like tongue in cheek making fun of the army experience like maybe I'm being touchy but it's one thing for us to troll us it's another thing for me to feel like someone else is trolling us because I feel like we've gotten so much crap in the past you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but like did you watch the music video yeah okay so I assume all our listeners probably did too but if you didn't um it's basically like him making a cake and like he wakes up and his room is plastered over with like bts stuff and he's like you know panicking getting ready for the show practicing the choreos which of course the choreo he's learning is dynamite of course um and he's just like rushing to the stadium which first of all i saw a tweet that was like benny blanco is so unserious arriving at the stadium 15 minutes before a concert which like obviously the joke is he's a day early and he's actually like 28 hours early um there was also a tweet you'll laugh at and it says you know what the end of this benny blanco vid is not accurate because the sofi workers were not even close to this helpful (laughs) which i was like fair enough you know so like i can laugh a little bit but i guess i'm just like very protective of like army and the army experience and so for this like crazed portrayal once again and for him to like try to profit off this like crazed portrayal like Mm, hardcore side eye to you sir yeah I mean when I first saw it I I didn't have like too much thoughts about it I was like uh, it's kind of funny or whatever um I was like even if he was gonna be like a day early fans camp out like a day <laughs> early so that was inaccurate as well <laughs> other people also made that same observation so I wasn't alone in that um and then, like, one of our friends was like, people are going to look at us and think of us this way. And I thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, you probably are. Like, like you were saying, is he is he trolling us? Um, Like, kind of making fun of armies? Or is he, like, being for real? I don't know. I've, I think I saw some interview where he was saying that he's, like, a big fan of BTS, so and maybe he's army for real, and he's just trying to like share in the experience so i'm like i don't know i don't necessarily want to do like too much because i'm not really sure about him at this point i mean i've kind of been like laughing along the way with his antics and promoting this thing like that freaking usb yeah (laughs) what the (laughs) putting a usb out in like the middle of who knows where 
streaming it on Twitch and then being like, Arby's, you can go and find it and do whatever you want with it. And people actually did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> the best thing was Army being like to other Army, like, bring your home. Like, what are you doing? Like, do not go out into the middle of the woods. At night. <laughs> at night, listening to some random man that you don't know to go look for something. Like, no, that's so dumb. And then, but mad <laughs> armies did it. <laughs> mad people did it. And then met up at his house. <laughs> met up at his house <laughs> to take pictures with him in the USB. Wow. And then the police come and shut it down. <laughs> you want to talk about bad decisions? <laughs> Whole night. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw a tweet that was like, Jimin, when you tell him that you followed some man into the woods and the cops came and like, and it's him like looking all around kind of like side eye, you know. If it's a troll, it's like the most perfectly executed troll though, because like army are on board this time. (laughs) Usually like we're like sensing the BS. Yeah. So if it's not... (laughs) If it's not BS, okay. But if it is, and he's like got everybody on board with this, <laughs> that would be alarming. I guess I was kind of reflecting on the great USB incident of 2022. And I was thinking on the solo work. And I. just don't know if we need it like I personally I don't dislike the song it's kind of like easily digestible like it's fine like vocal line sounds great but like the song itself is kind of eh. like it's totally adequate like it's okay but I would rather have and and I think this gets to the crux of like why they're taking a break like I'm grateful for any release, but I also feel like I don't need the hype. Like, I don't need to chase some random man through the woods in the middle of the night. Like, what I need is a good song. And <laughs> maybe I'm just crusty, but like, less, do less on like, <laughs> the like, I hid this USB and you have to find it and like, do more with BTS. They can do so much more than this track, they can absolutely kill it. And I'm just like, I mean, I don't know. People already know how I feel about like permission to dance and how I felt about dynamite. And I, I'm so tired of coming on here and being like, like maybe I need to like change my life. I don't know. But like, if you think about this brand that like BTS has built up um, in terms of like songwriting and like meaningful lyrics and you know songs that make you want to like cry but dance all of that like when I think about BTS it's not this so you've worked for years to build up your brand as BTS and you lose your direction as Namjoon said or whatever else and you're just like churning out these like I'm sorry somewhat generic pop songs like yeah I would rather have like members exploring their creativity more as individuals if it like not that every song has to be deep and meaningful either but just like 
if it gives them the chance to like explore their creativity and like show more different sides of them I would rather that than this like what the heck is Snoop doing <laughs> like Benny Blanco like summer <coughs> summer dance track you know what I mean I don't know if that's too edgy but I don't know necessarily about too edgy I don't know I and you're allowed to disagree with me obviously <laughs> I mean, this was clearly, this was in the works. It seemed like this was in the works for a while. Like, obviously, because that my BTS remix, whatever that thing was, had a million and one clips from this song in it, and we just couldn't tell. You were like, what the hell is this remix? <laughs> but it had, like, mad hints about this song. Um, It's not like profound or whatever. It's just like some summer song. I'm trying not to think too much of it. Like, okay, maybe it'll be like the last of these like generic pop songs, like you said, for a while, like, or whatever. I like that it's given the vocal line an opportunity to do something. Um, I don't know. I'm trying not to think too much about it. Like, it's just like some summer song. Like, it has potential to do hits on the radio that's cool for bts and it's cool for benny i guess um on the other side i guess i it would be nice if other people took bts as a whole a little bit more seriously and when they want to write songs for them that they would allow them to do more profound stuff if that makes any sense yeah right like Why is it always the generic pop hit? Well, maybe that's what they want to do. So, I don't know. Like, they they keep signing up for it. So, I, I can't even... I feel like I can't keep wanting them to do differently when they keep signing up for it, you know? I can't keep expecting them to do other music when they keep signing up for it. So, they seem to be, like, enjoying it somewhat. Sure. <clears throat> Sure, and maybe I'm veering too close to, like, manager army territory of thinking, like, the label wants them to do this because it feels like a perfect track, like, for a label. But BTS are BTS, and they can do what they want. So maybe they want to do this. I mean, there's nothing more chill if you're feeling burnt out than just jumping on the track. And It could be a mix of both. The label could want them to do it, and they could be like, sure, like, maybe they don't care or maybe they want to do it or they're like whatever like let me just do this so i can do whatever it is that i want i don't know (laughs) but like i feel like at this point they have enough mm, say to be like yeah i don't want to do this (laughs) right i don't know i just feel like in their position they could be like yeah i don't want to do this maybe some other group like low on the hype totem pole could be like no i don't want to do this i mean they would be like, no, I don't want to do this. And I would be like, I don't care. You're going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like BTS could be like, yeah, I don't want to do this. And then I would be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong in that. I don't know. That but. could be. I don't know. Um, I, I tried to like re-listen to the song today. And it is catchy. So again, like you, maybe just like being sprawled out on my couch like allegedly high on cough medicine like this is not (laughs) the time to be doing like deep critical music like 
analysis. I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I can I can see it being fun. Like if we were at some concert, we probably would be like singing along the snooze party, even though it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we we would have be, be having fun to it or whatever. So it's a fun song. So I'm trying not to like think too much about it, but I I feel you. Where should we start? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you sent a ton of excellent articles. Um, I guess, like, I was reflecting on my thoughts about Sasangs, and I guess in my, like, first era of being a K-pop stan, like, 2008 to, like, or 9 to, like, 2012-ish, like, I think thought about saucings but i thought it was again there was so much less like social media and stuff at that point i thought it was less common than it was you know you you only really heard the super extreme ones like i remember hearing about the menstrual pad thing i remember hearing about oh gosh the member of super junior heechul who got in a car accident because someone was like chasing like a literal car chase and I remember some of the members of EXO, like, almost getting kidnapped by a saying. But I guess I thought that those were, like, not the only ones, but, like, it was so much less common. But then one of the articles you sent was talking about, like, the intensification of saucing culture with like social media and that was really eye-opening and the fact that like big groups could have like 500 to 1,000 saucings like just absolutely blew my mind and so I guess it was something I knew about but didn't realize it was such a systemic problem like I thought it was one or two insane people not like a culture of saucings you know yeah. what I mean yeah that surprised me too it's, it's like a network and it almost sounds like in some situations, almost like a gang, right? Like <laughs> uh, some higher up saucing is like making some lower ranking saucing do stuff for them. And then like profiting from it or like using whatever illegal thing they acquire to like benefit from it in some kind of way. Or like adult saucings getting jobs that like put them closer to that information. Like for example, at an airline industry or... There was one, it was Brave Entertainment. Uh, in 2017, they had to fire two of their staff because, like, the staff themselves were saucings, like, gathering information on their idols. Like, that's nuts. I mean, yeah, it's terrifying. Like, we, we've we had problems recently with BTS going to the airport and fans, like, knowing, like, when they're going to land and all that stuff. And, like, so people are like, oh, I just like kind of did the basic math, just like looked up when flights were leaving from Seoul and it had to be these one of two times. But even that, I'm like, why are you even looking that up? Like, why do you care? <laughs> but there's people that are literally like selling their information to fans, working at the airport, selling their information to fans so that fans can like buy a ticket. And the wildest part was that <laughs> they're saying that fans were buying the tickets on the flights just so they could follow them onto the flights, 
got on the flights and then would be like actually that's enough i want a refund like they weren't even trying to go to the destination you know what's crazy i feel like if you pulled that in america they'd be like ma'am you're on the plane like you're freaking paying like there would be no mercy there would be like ma'am go to your seat like you're freaking flying to wherever it is like let me clarify i'm laughing at the audacity like (laughs) how are you so delusional and then to ask for a refund, like you just said, like, no, you're going on this flight. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care that you don't have the visa. Like, you're flying 15 hours to whatever place. Like, yeah. Like, what? <sighs> oh, my God. People are insane. I just keep thinking back. To, there was, like, this one tweet forever ago or some video of a plane that BTS was on. And it was, like, soon as the plane, like, landed, like, you could just see all these, like, young people just, like, immediately, like, stand up. And try to like move to the front, and, like obviously BTS was on this plane. I it's just like that's like ingrained in my head whenever I think about saw things. Like it was so many people that stood up. Like how many people got illegal information that BTS was going to be on this flight just so you could do what? Because you weren't even like sitting next to them. What were you trying to do? Like go up to the front and like like what? what do you, I just can't. I can't understand what's the thought process of somebody who's stalking BTS. Like, what are you thinking you're gonna do when you get on a flight with BTS? What do you think is gonna happen? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know why, but other than that, I'm obsessed with this movie. But um, Kristen Wiig or in Bridesmaids, where she's like, "No, it's not me," and she's like, puts on sunglasses. Like, you will get your butt blacklisted <laughs> so fast. Like, they will know who you are. Like. I don't know what you think is going to happen other than chaos. And I think we were talking about this on one of our last episodes and I don't know if it got cut or if we left it, but you were mentioning like people calling Hobie on V live or Weverse live or whatever the case was. And like one of the articles you mentioned, I think it happened to Jungkook and Jimin as well. It's probably happened to all of them at some point, but like, by calling the crap out of him repeatedly like also what do you think is going to happen he's going to answer and be like your voice is so melodious i think i'm in love like you're literally i have to assume that people are not they're not actually in their right minds like yeah not just as a figure of speech like literally not thinking rationally yeah I feel like it doesn't happen all the time in V-Lives, but I'm also like, I don't always get the chance to watch all of a V-Live, but just in watching the recent V-Lives and seeing it happen twice in, like, a short span of time with Hobie and with Hobie and Jimin, like, people calling them, I'm like, these people are insane. Like, they really do this. One of the lives, they were calling from the hotel phone, not even JK's phone, like, they somehow got his hotel room number and it was calling his phone, like, the hotel phone. Calling I was his- wondering about that. Like, is there, like, a mole at Hive? Like, how in the world would you know? Like, I could see that you could see someone, um, like, okay, you are staying at XYZ Hotel and you see a member enter XYZ Hotel and you could just come to know that information. But how do you come to know the actual like room number? You know what I mean? Like, are you calling every single room at the hotel? Like, in which case you're disturbing like normal people. I mean, you're disturbing Bongtan, obviously, but like how? 
Somebody got that information. It could be like, is there a mole at Hybe? Somebody at the hotel who was willing to get that information. Somebody slid where they shouldn't have. But that's absolutely terrifying. Like, it's one thing for you to somehow acquire my phone number, but you're calling my hotel room. Like, I really have no peace. The other thing that was terrifying to me in the articles you sent is they literally know the members, like, citizen registration numbers. Is that, like our social security numbers that we have in the U S but like anytime you get a loan or anytime you open a credit card or anytime you, I don't know, get a new phone number or something like some places you need that. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know how you would ever have peace. Like how would someone not open like 5,000 credit cards in your name? You would have to have the like maddest identity theft protection. (laughs) yeah it's scary i guess we should introduce what saucings are in case someone doesn't know but i assume everyone knows right we kind of just jumped in but yeah saucings are basically stalkers but they're like super fans to the point of i would say doing illegal activity i do think there's like levels to it there's like knowing where they're staying and in the case of exo like renting a van and actively trying to like kidnap people or like getting someone in a car crash but all of them are like an absolute invasion of privacy (laughs) yeah so yeah for me it's the the boldness like you're calling them on v live to verify i don't know something about that just seems so bold like you're waiting on them to go on v live just so you can verify that that really is their phone number and then what are you expecting like are they gonna answer and like you said like you think they're gonna like be like oh yeah come meet me up in my place later like what are you expecting Hobie's phone was annoying the hell out of me <laughs> on that live. <clears throat> I can only imagine. Like, is his phone ringing like that all the time? With crazy people? I don't know. I would have to have, like, four phones. For real. It probably wouldn't <clears throat> even make a difference. But I would have, like, family and, like, best friends only. Like, work phone. I don't know. It'd have to be basically a secret burner phone that like not even your boss knew about or something. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm like, what do you, what do you do when the person who's like, because they have connections there too. The person who's supposed to set up your phone is also selling your information there too. Right. And if they have your ID number, I mean, I don't know what the rules are in Korea, but it might not even matter. Like, yeah. Like they are also selling the information. So it's like, what do you do? How do you, how do you escape this? I think the thing for me, like, getting phone calls would be annoying, but there have been instances of saucings, like, breaking into, like, office building, in addition to, like, the van thing, like, actively being in different groups' dorms. Like, I don't think that's happened to BTS, but it happened to a few of the other groups. Or, like, there was one, I think it was also EXO, where their fans, like, shaved their heads and were in the male bathroom, like, pretending to be men at some award show. Like, you're not safe anywhere. Not at your work, 
not at your house, <clears throat> like not at some like work event at a yeah. like TV station. Like I feel like that alone would take a psychological toll. Like you think you're safe at your house of all places and someone's exactly. put like a spy cam or something like, yeah, of course they live in these like million multi-million dollar penthouses with like the most intense security systems. I would have like a panic room if I thought like yeah. people could bust into my house. Like, I don't know. That's, I don't know how you would ever feel safe. Yeah, I don't get it. I think it was EXO, or one, I think it was EXO. Like, they had set up cameras, like, in certain parts of the hotel. And, like, they caught it, but still, that's terrifying. I think it was G-Dragon that was saying people were, like, following him up to his gate. Yeah. Like, and his mom his, and his sister. Yeah, his family. Like, that's terrifying and he was he tweeted about it and he said like okay i understand it was along the lines of like i understand for me but like you gotta leave my like mom and sister alone like but even then i'm like these people are too nice because it shouldn't even be like understandable like for me no it should be like leave me alone (laughs) like it's a catch-22, though, like that Korea Herald article you sent, especially not so much for G-Dragon, but for, like, younger groups. I guess the, and I'm not endorsing this, but I guess the rationale is that, like, you know, the same people that are camped out at your house or, like, doing all this weird stuff are the same ones buying, like, tons of your albums. They're coming to fan signs. It's almost like a... I won't say symbiotic, more like parasitic relationship, right? But like you need them in your early days so you can't like crush down hard. But like, I'm like, do you really need them though? Like, I mean, I'm not like a new group K-pop manager, right? But like to say like, oh, we can't really do much against them because they're like our main supporters. I'll be like, F no, get the cops over here now. (laughs) Like, not trying to get snatched on my way home from work. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like there should be lines. Yeah. There's there should be boundaries that you should not cross. Lining up outside of my house, trying to meet my parents outside of the gate of my house or their house is absolutely insane. Like you there should be no justification for that. Like, okay, you're gonna lose album sales. All right. Then it wasn't meant to happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like it, you shouldn't be willing to like put people's risks put people's lives at risk in order for you to like justify having some album sales like that's really sad this person commented on one of the reddit threads you sent unfortunately they deleted their username they were talking about tvxq and they said the biggest character flaw of k-pop is the idea that people who do these things are important to the fandom in some way and catered to I don't care if Brenda runs the largest fan base on social media. If she's camping outside your artist's home, she needs to go, period. So many companies don't protect their artists out of some idea that it will negatively impact their bottom line. The effect it has on the artist should be the larger larger issue. Just like exactly what we're saying here. Yeah. I think there's also some like cultural context that we're also like lacking as well. <clears throat> And like when it comes to Korea <coughs> and why they're probably not as harsh in dealing with saw things, but I it it makes me uncomfortable 
seeing how uncomfortable they are right or what at what point do you say okay this is enough like like you were saying like people were legitimately like almost were getting kidnapped like i think it was vix like one of the members almost got kidnapped for real <coughs> like you were saying with super junior he should like literally getting in a car accident because they pay the taxis to chase down celebrities like the taxi people shouldn't even have the an option to do <laughs> i don't stupid. even understand how that works is there a system that's tracking like literal trackers i know that was happening to ats or just the saucings tell the taxis where to go and pay the hundreds of dollars up front for them to spend the whole day chasing them down i guess so but like why are you even as a a sane person willing to do that for somebody just because they're gonna pay you money yeah i mean i guess if you really need the money i don't know it's just I'm not justifying it i have no idea there's an entire system enabling these people to be able to do what it is that they do and it's terrifying like there's no it's it's almost like there's no stopping it right they they put out these lists blacklisting them from being able to like see the members of said group but like is that stopping it more come up more pop up it just seems like it's always an issue it's like every few months hybe releases some new blacklist of people but like what is it actually doing and the thing is, like, your vanity, not your, but, like, the saucing's vanity, like, he broke his leg in that car accident. And in one of the Reddit threads, I saw a fan say that he, like, doesn't dance with the group, or he, like, almost left the group because he was scared of, like, holding them back. And on top of that, he was coming from another member's father's funeral. So it was, like, a private schedule. But, like... <sighs> Not okay, so you want to see he troll to the extent that you will you're okay with injuring he troll permanently. Like you're putting like your YN moment, like your delusions over another person's well-being. Like we can all be a little delusional at times, like I'll fully acknowledge, right? But there's <clears throat> like healthy ways to be delusional or like, you know, just whatever and then there's like actively causing someone harm yeah or like mental distress and that's just like yeah i'm I can't like even wrap my head around it honestly trying to understand the psychology of it of like like you were saying there's levels to it it's not just you showing up at some i don't know some private schedule or you showing up at the airport <sighs> And when they come out, you're, like, all up in their face trying to take pictures, right? There's, like, that. But then there's going to the level of, like, you you want to see them, like, in danger. <clears throat> or you want to see them, like, physically hurt. Like, I don't... I, that's, like, I don't know. There was an instance of, like, anti-behavior where someone gave someone else orange juice with super glue in it. But it... it I, <laughs> I can't, it has to be like actual mental illness, but even people with mental illness are not actively out here, like harming. Yeah. Like, what is the psychology of a saucing? Like I, I can't understand it. Yeah. So, but yeah. It's very strange. I want to circle back to two points you made. The first one being like, it's like a gang or like the hierarchy of saucings. Um, this was from, 
the all K-pop article you sent. And they interviewed, I guess, a former Sasang. And they said, um, the former Sasang also shared the reason why fans stalk idols. They explained, there's something we call exclusive, in quotes. It's where you witness something about the idol by yourself, and you're the only one that knows that information. One time, I saw an idol break up with his girlfriend when I was a Sasang. People started to find out that I was the one who witnessed it, and I became famous. So I followed that idol more because I liked the idea that I know more about that idol. Like, I know something that other people don't know about the idol. I feel like, from that perspective, we see a similar thing on social media, particularly Twitter, of like, I would say in a more harmless way, maybe a more consumerist way, where, you know, I see that you bought the Namjoon wind chime. So suddenly I also want to buy the Namjoon wind chime or I want to be like the first person to announce that I'm like going to Hobie Palooza or I feel this need to like go to every show. And like, I don't know if it's like spawning off of a competitive aspect that people have or like, wanting to be part of an in-group or wanting to have some kind of like status that others don't have. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but this was the literally out of all the articles we read, all the threads, I was like, this is the only thing I can kind of understand where like you feel like you became the expert or you became the person that has access, whatever that means. Like in some very messed up way, I can kind of understand like, why someone would want to maintain their, like, status as the, like, exclusive saucing. But I do find that interesting, because think of how many people have, like, (coughs) access to an idol, but they don't do what the saucings do. That's true. You could witness someone breaking up with his girlfriend and say nothing. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know, like, a journalist or somebody working at some kind of media production company or like uh, the people who work with the idols right like is it because you know you have that routine access that you feel like you don't need to do it or like like what what is it that inspires you that's like i feel like i need to be the main character right now and i want to like keep (laughs) this feeling and keep this going So that people can, like, what look to me is, like, I'm, like, this special source that knows all things before everyone else does on said member, on said group. Like, I I don't get it. You raise an interesting point. Because if you're the makeup artist that knows you're going to see XYZ Idol every day, you probably don't give a crap. It's just, like, another normal day for you. Or, like, whatever. You remember something you found out about xyz person and you're just like okay so maybe it is a sense of like scarcity or having to like i don't know fight for that information i'm like completely stretching here but i'm like trying trying to put myself in a saucing shoes and it's really scary i'm actually realizing that i'm very normal (laughs) like i'm very kind of scared i don't know but i'm just thinking about like fans in korea have like such special access to their idols that say an international fan would not 
like you get to go to like these music shows that are free and they happen weekly and there's a lot of them and like i don't know they have these fan sites and like sure there's probably not fan fan signs i should say mm-hmm. where i it's probably harder now to get into them but like you have I just feel like they have like a lot of opportunities where they could see their idol without having to necessarily breach that line of trying to go into like their private life to see them even more than necessary. Right. Like you can have your Hawaiian moment so many more times than somebody else can. So why do you also feel like you need to be with them at the coffee shop on their off time, watching them from their window in their home? Like what? I just don't, I don't understand, I just don't understand it. The other thing is, like, that you commented on, and is also kind of related to this, like, yes, if you're a Korean saucing, there are so many, as a Korean fan, separately from a Korean saucing, you have so many more opportunities to see BTS or any group, right, in, like, this like sanctioned way versus like, yeah, creeping in their windows, you just said, but this isn't a strictly Korean phenomenon. Like you said, I saw one where in China, Jackson Wong, like the crowd got so like rowdy that he got pushed over at the airport, like for BTS specifically in the one article about like five instances that BTS had with Sasangs, like they literally got chased after in Sweden, if you recall that. Yeah. Um, when they were filming, was it a Bon Voyage, I think, or one of the season's greetings or summer package, maybe? Anyway, they were there for a few days and they were literally like chased, like their managers ask these people to leave the cafe. And then they were like waiting outside and like chase them down the street. Um, I think it happened in Chile as well, where yeah. they couldn't get into their hotels. So, I think we do hear the most about Korean sasangs, maybe because of proximity, but there has to, there's not like something in like the psychology of Korean fans. It's just like, excuse me, fans in general that take it way too far. No, it's international. And I hope I didn't like say anything that made it seem like this was only a Korean phenomenon. Cause it's not, um, Shoot. Okay, when you sign up to become, uh, when you sign up on Twitter and you start your BTS fan account, Twitter's gonna recommend you a number of accounts. One of those accounts is literally run by Sasang, and they have like multiple accounts, and it's like listed as like a big army account, and people think it's like a real account, like this is like the army fan base that you should be following. Like Twitter recommends this to people, and it's not. It's like literally run by Sasang a u.s saucing that's been like stalking and making up stuff about bts for like years like it's not it's definitely not like a korean phenomenon thing i'm only <clears throat> just speaking about in like certain instances but this stuff is 100 like international i mean if you even want to it's <clears throat> not even just like idol related like obviously they're stalkers for like <laughs> western fans too yeah <clears throat> they're just not called saucings. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we just call them stalkers. Yeah. 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 I mean, you were talking about <clears throat> something that reminded me that happened recently, which mm-hmm. we were kind of chatting about. People, <laughs> like, recently, even what, in I believe that was in Chicago, 
because if I do the math, it all lines up. There was something that was going on on TikTok not too long ago, like a few days ago, where like this person's insinuating that like, um, I'm having like a moment with Jimin and Jimin's like, got, looks kind of scared in the video, but they're like, no, he's looking at me. And everyone's like, no, that's not what's happening. <laughs> like, <coughs> I just don't understand why people can't respect an idol's personal time because what like how should I put this it's like you were saying like how social media has like kind of advanced everything and I feel like there's also this clout element to it yeah want to feel like I am like I said earlier the main character like I'm having a moment with this idol so not only am I not only am I somewhere where I probably shouldn't be even if you were there before they were now I'm pulling out my phone and I'm making a big deal about it. Like, they're like, oh, he was waving at me. Like, he was probably waiting for you to, like, leave. He probably wanted to wave <laughs> that you would leave. Like, not necessarily. <laughs> not saying that he was, like, shooing the person away. Yeah. Maybe he was waving at you so that you would get your video and leave. But you kept filming. Like, you didn't leave. Like, <laughs> yeah. you kept back to see if you were still there because you didn't leave like why didn't you leave like you could have had your moment why does everything have to be on camera like you don't have to film everything to like prove to people that you met bts or you saw x member of bts like it's okay you know you saw it you don't have to prove it to everybody and then you don't have to continually like stay there and keep trying to like make a point that you saw them when no one else did like just leave (laughs) Like, you're a menace at this point. Just I know. Yeah, I didn't see the video, but I saw people chattering about a video of Jimin in LA um, and people filming him on his off time. So I know it was an issue there as well, in addition to Chicago. But is it, like, mental health? Like, we all just don't feel like we're main characters in our own story until we, like, have a run-in with the it boy Park Jimin. Like, I understand it's his world and we're all just, like, living in it. But, like, what? Like... I mean, in general, for any member, like, I don't know what you're accomplishing. But the other flip side, I'm not, like, justifying filming them. Don't film them. Don't go to where they are. Just, like, mind your business. Is I saw someone on Reddit say that they saw a member of BTS. They wanted to, like, have an interaction with them. But they felt like they couldn't because people have been so weird about, like, seeing them out and about even just to be like hey like you're very cool I like your music like they felt like they couldn't even do that and they didn't take a picture of them or didn't like document it in any way and people were coming for them on the internet when they tried to talk about it bullying them for lying and like saying that they're a clout chaser and like they're not telling the truth because they didn't have photos so like like that's so toxic like so you do the bad thing in photo right take a video or a photo prove that you saw whoever you say you saw or you're like respectful and then people are like freaking liar like blah 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 like i don't there's, know there's no way to win yeah you just like see them and never never say it i'm, I'm not i'm 100 not blaming that person but like everything also doesn't have to be shared online <laughs> I'm not blaming that person because they they should not get bullied for like 
to like just stating their experience. Like they should be able to share it online because they want to and they have the ability to do so. But like also knowing how toxic people are online, sometimes you don't have to share everything, you know, like tell your friends. I don't know. Because it does suck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's and it's also weird because I've seen plenty of plenty of stories of fans talking about them meeting bts in the wild or you know somebody that was like working on some set and they work with bts and they'll talk about how great x member was and fans will eat that up and be like haha that's true namjoon does probably smell like the woods and he smells fantastic (laughs) i love this story but then when somebody else like just says they had some random encounter with bts they're like you're a liar you have no proof of it you fake like (laughs) what is that (laughs) What is that? I don't understand it. Yeah. Is it like, because you said Namjoon smells like the woods, you fit my existing narrative that I have about Namjoon and therefore your encounter is valid versus if you're like, I saw Namjoon at this froyo shop. People are like, no, you didn't. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. No rhyme or reason. Um, Something that was scary to me we were kind of talking about it before with like makeup artists or um, the Brave Entertainment stuff or whatever. Um, it was someone they interviewed at Hive who declined to be named. I think it was, it was either the All K-Pop article or the Korea Herald, maybe the Korea Herald article. But the person said that even if you work at Hive now, like you have no access to BTS. Like if you got hired, it's very limited and restricted about like who can see them or talk to them and again like even in the workplace like we've been like ha ha hi but like hire us to do xyz thing like hi are you listening but i'm actually like am i the problem (laughs) like i would not i would not want to be hired by hive you know what i mean like i just it's like the bare minimum to want BTS to feel safe at their place of employment and like at their homes. So like, it's nuts that like Hive even feels that it's background checks aren't good enough that it still has to like restrict people in this way. I mean, it makes sense though. Cause they probably have had people who they've hired who have turned out to be saucings themselves, selling BTS's information, taking pictures of them when they shouldn't have been talking to them when they shouldn't have been falling in love with them when they shouldn't have been (laughs) that was a legit reported story uh i think we talked about it on the track right where the makeup artist was like i have to quit my job i fell in love with jimin (laughs) for real so (laughs) yep i i can i can see it but it's like what do you do when your most trusted makeup artist that's been working on BTS since 2013 is like, ah, sorry, I don't want to do this anymore. For whatever reason, I have to quit. How do you vet to get somebody else to be the makeup artist for, like, to replace that person? Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what what kind of measures do you take? Actually, HR is probably the hardest working department at Hive. They gotta be working 25-8, like... <laughs> <coughs> Yeah. yeah i'm sure the amount of crap i've bought on weavers throughout the years is just like immediate disqualification <laughs> yeah it probably might in in some 
Maybe you could work in Hive America. That could work. Yeah. No, <laughs> no travel stipend ever. Like, yeah. 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 You could work in Hive America. Or work for any of the other groups where I'm like, who are you? What's your name? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just like we're laughing about it, but that's actually nuts that like staff that you vetted and hired, like if someone was like, you can't work with XYZ coworker, I'd be like, I don't know. That's super weird. I don't know. It's, it's too much to be an idol to me. Like all of the amount of stress you're under various stressors <laughs> that you have to experience as an idol like literally eating crumbs during training <laughs> because one because you need to meet some kind of weight requirement <clears throat> so you can meet some kind of beauty standard but also because you don't have enough money to feed everybody as a company so you only get so much food like being worked for hours <clears throat> trying to like get these dance moves right or doing whatever right so you can be in the group just to maybe not even make the group okay now you've made the group but now you need to be successful as a group and you need to like write all of your lyrics and all of this other stuff like everything has to be on point your looks has to be on point your vocals always got to be on point because if not then people on the internet are going to clown you and say that you can't sing like there's just so much stress <laughs> there's so much stress that comes with being an idol but then on top of that now i have to also please people that are literally stalking me and potentially could cause danger to my well-being all because i need them to be able to buy my album like there's just way there's way too much stress to be an idol i don't know how they do it I can see why some people are like, I've had enough, and they just leave. <laughs> like, they leave the group. Or at seven years, they're like, I'm out of here. Like, that seven-year curse, they're like, I'm done. <laughs> like, there's just so much that goes into being an idol. And this is, like, one of the most insane parts of it. And there's still so much more we didn't go into. There's a member of Twice, I think, or... There's a member of Twice that has like a hardcore stalker. They've tried to actively get a restraining order on them. There was a member of Girls Generation that was almost pulled off stage during a performance. Like, where was security? Her members had to like help fight this person off. Like, I don't know. This is another reason. And thinking back to like G Dragon and his mom and his sister, like. Saucings are for real the reason where I'm like how is BTS dating I'm not saying they can't but like I mean someone's blowing up your boyfriend's phone day and night you have to trust that it's saucing and not his like side chick and then you have to like or side person whoever and then you have to like also not get like kidnapped or thrown into a van or like like you would have to be another celebrity also with bodyguards because I don't know how as a normal person you could be like there's 30 people outside my gate I just want to get my uber eats order <laughs> like it's crazy yeah it's crazy the twice one is particularly scary because it's like they might have the ability to do something if he's in Korea but because he's like an international stalker, there's like nothing that they can do about this person 
like they don't really have like the law to be able to like protect her as she should be yeah because this is like an international issue that's absolutely terrifying so what do you do you just wait you bulk up on bodyguards and hope it's enough like i don't i don't know but just like you were saying like you they someone tried to pull me off the stage what was security doing then like what's the point in having bodyguards if somebody can get on stage and now my member has to tussle trying to get them to (laughs) release me like that doesn't make any sense we should not be here would How'd you they even are? know what was going on? Like, I think if I was, like, mid-choreo, I would be like, is this a stagehand? Like, is there a fire risk? Like, something is falling. My shirt is ripped. Like, I would have a million thoughts that was not, like, I'm being dragged off stage by a And camera. now you got to continue on with the show? <laughs> no. Because I would I would leave. <laughs> yeah. But they got to keep going. Yeah. No. It's terrifying. Every waking moment would be terrifying every sleeping moment like there have been videos of people sleeping at the sauna people got jk sleeping on a plane which Tay has addressed directly you're not even safe while sleeping like i want to be drooling on myself <clears throat> i do not want it to be circulating i just i couldn't i really could not Let's talk about another. Do you have other thoughts on saucings before I transition to fan sites? Or at least not now. So I think that fan sites. So, okay, here's one thing I'll say about saucings. I think that many people, saucing has become like a. I think I saw someone on Reddit use the word like witch hunt, right? Like. If people don't like you, you always run the risk of being called a saucing on the internet. And sometimes it's true. <laughs> sometimes someone really is a saucing, and sometimes it's just like the internet coming for you. And I think a gray area for me is fan sites because a lot of them, but not all of them, are saucings. And I would say this new focus on fan sites as saucings is relatively recent, like probably within the last like three to four years tops, because before that, I never really remember people having issues with fan sites because that was how you got your super HD pics. They were often coordinating like charity events or like putting together gift bags. You know what I mean? Um, I see people saying that they're infringing on the member's IP because they're like publishing photos of their face without like them getting compensation, which is fair. But I find that to be really interesting because people buy like counterfeit merch all the time. Like, do not tell me that that calendar, unless it's the season's greetings calendar, like do not tell me that that calendar is official merch. So I thought it was an interesting thread, but do you want to like kick it off a bit more? Well, kind of like how you were saying with companies were saying some saucings are like necessary to be kept around for whatever reason. I feel like that's even more so true for fan sites, especially for smaller companies. Some companies even pay fan sites to come and take pictures of their members. I think fan sites have 
I think fan sites are a very like <clears throat> particular cultural um, thing in Korea. We have paparazzi like TMZ or whatever, and, and I feel like Korea has like fan sites. <laughs> I don't know if you necessarily can consider them the same. I feel like our paparazzi <clears throat> in the U.S. Uh, I heard the U.K. is pretty bad as well. Like they're like really bad, right? Like they're really bad. I don't know if fan sites are all like to that level. Um, I think some fan sites are like fine and probably like relatively harmless but i think there probably are fan sites who can be considered a saucing so i think that's where lines start blurring Mm -hmm. and people can't like distinguish between the two um because like you were saying people try to make excuses for why we shouldn't have fan sites but then not realizing that you got to apply that logic to everything, right? Because if you're saying fan sites should not be able to sell pictures of XYZ member or group, then that also means that you should not be able to sell BTS merch on Etsy that you've made. I was going to say, all these <laughs> unofficial photo cards I right? may or may not have purchased over the exactly. years. Exactly. That also means that you should not be able to purchase any of that merch either because it's also would be illegal and infringing on the artist's IP like me sitting here in my d2 t-shirt literally exactly and i and i highly doubt that anybody is too good to say that they have not purchased any illegal (laughs) or any i should say non-official merch from hive most people probably have some unofficial merch most people do like it's just a thing like somebody is profiting off of bts somewhere or like any group <laughs> like <laughs> like they they are um i feel like there's was a very particular time where fan sites became an issue i don't i don't know i shouldn't say that i don't know if there was one particular instance but it did feel like a few years ago it became like problematic because it just i feel like it just got really bad with like the way BTS were being treated in, like, airports. I was watching a video, like, trying to research for this, and they were like, oh, my God, like, hunting JK down in the airport. I'm like, where's the security with this? I don't know how long ago it was, but it was crazy. Or just being, like, you know, all up in their face in the airports. Um, or there was particular stories about fan sites at concerts that were, like, pulling out their crazy big gun-like looking cameras and like hitting fans on the head with it or just being like overly annoying because you can't see around them when they're like filming like that or whatever so i feel like that's where the issues have arise and now i feel like for the most part on my timeline i don't even like see fan site stuff anymore if I see some, like, official photo, or I should say, if I see some photo from, like, BTS at the airport, it's some official photo from, like, press. I was gonna say, does dispatch <laughs> count as paparazzi when you were talking about paparazzi earlier? Because they're, like, official yeah, media, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have news media 
I feel like Dispatch is a little bit more legit than like TMZ though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like our or what is that? Those papers we have like The Sun or something else. Do you remember that blog? It was so popular in the like early 2000s, Perez Hilton. Do you remember oh, that? Terrible. That was nuts. Like terrible. That's immediately where my brain went to. Yeah. I feel like Dispatch is not that messy. <laughs> <laughs> like Dispatch definitely is messy with releasing that like end of the year, like guess who's dating who stuff. But even still, it's not like just messy like Perez Hilton was. Or like all of the other blog sites, like the early 2000 blogs, terrible. I must not have known any better because I was definitely reading Perez Hilton, but it was very nuts. I'm pretty sure he became like a celeb in his own right, which is interesting because one of the threads mentioned that there is an idol that started out as a fan site that's now an idol. (laughs) And I was like, that is quite the quite the pivot like imagine seeing your old fan site and now they're also an idol that you have to greet like before but that makes after it, the award show that makes it interesting like okay is this person considered problematic like are they are they someone who just was just a fan site they were just at the shows was taking pictures and like that was it but i think there's are people who do have malicious intent but did this person have malicious intent and now they're an idol i will hope not the the post <laughs> The username is, this is from Reddit. It says Nix is a. (laughs) I'm sorry to say that on the track. I'll censor their username, I guess. Anyway, it says some fan sites and their idols developed mutual understanding and befriended each other. Not all of them are stalkers. Heck, there's one fan site who turned into an idol herself. Momoland Jane was Infinite L's fan site. Yeah. So, I mean, I think. Like, because fan sites were invited or even encouraged by companies at, like, fan signs, for example, or, like, I don't know, press conferences, but other, like, public appearances, right? Um, The airport as well in some instances. And like you said, it's, like, free publicity in many instances for not only the idols, but, like, the brands that they're wearing at the airport. Because I guess a lot of those clothes are gifted, which is interesting to know. Um, but I guess, yeah, this spillover is like fighting people at concerts or like doing fan site stuff, like taking professional pictures in places where it's unwanted and that's the line. But for some reason there was like an all fan sites are bad narrative going around and some people can't or don't distinguish. And so they've just opted to not follow any fan sites, which is valid. That's a choice that you can make for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for like newer groups, it's almost like fan sites are necessary. Yeah. Right? Because is Dispatch going to come out? Like it's easy now to be like, well, Dispatch is there for BTS. But if you're new group from company, blah, 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 that no one's ever heard of, Dispatch is going to be like, who are you? what right. do you want like no my exactly. reporters are busy covering bts <laughs> like i mean because you could scroll down dispatch instagram right now it's like the same 10 people or the same 10 groups right <laughs> the same 10 <laughs> groups plus solo artists it's like the same people right and they're all ultra mega famous you're not gonna see like 
you know, even like the the B class groups, B, C, I mean, God forbid you get down to like D, <clears throat> like the super new people, like they're not taking, they're not showing up to the airport or like come and see them. So like you need the fan sites to get the word out there or whatever. If the fan sites aren't, <sighs> if the fan sites are doing what the company is asking them to do, if they are being invited to press stuff, because some people were saying that they are like, like they're at, they're like press and they're there just like the press are at airport things, that's fine. But if they're doing stuff that they're not supposed to be doing, are they explicitly told that they don't need to be there? And they are there <laughs> violating that, then that's an issue. Yeah. Personally speaking, I'm not anti-fan site. I've definitely saved a few too many fan site photos in my day to be like, I have the moral high ground here. I am anti saucing, so I've been like more cautious in which fan sites I try to interact with. Of course, I don't know if I'll get it right 100% of the time, but I try to like be aware and see what's going on. But I don't, other than that, I don't really know what options you have. Yeah. Like you said, it seems like they've kind of dropped off, at least in the BTS fandom. Yeah. Recently, because we have so much official media. Yeah. I think I feel less weird about seeing fan site stuff at concerts or whatever, even though I know that they're not supposed to be there. I think what, what gets hard is seeing them at other places, and it's it can be hard for you as a fan to distinguish between is this acceptable or is this not acceptable right because now you're like you're just seeing anything and you're like i love this member or group so i'm happy to see their photos but like it it will be hard for you to distinguish between this is this is right like this person is doing what they should be doing (laughs) and this is what they should not have been doing like this is their private schedule and i should not be seeing these photos right now so I don't know. I I guess there's like conversation about should we be changing the culture of fan sites overall, I guess. But I don't really feel like that would be like, can, can we actually have any say in that? I don't really feel like at least I can't. And again, for us as ARMY at this point in BTS's career, it's easy for us to take a quote-unquote high road, right? And be like, no fan sites. But for other groups, it may not be as easy. Yeah. And I just really struggle with the IP aspect. I don't know. Because I won't sit here and act like I never had a fan site photo as my background on my phone. Right. And I'm not going to stop buying stuff on Etsy anytime soon. And, like, we've, well, allegedly (laughs) people have watched illegal streams. Like, this gets back to our conversation that we had a couple episodes ago about, like, are you required to pay for things if you're a fan? And we said no. I mean, you can be a fan without paying for things if you genuinely don't have the means. I will endorse paying if you're able, right? A lot of work goes into it, and I'm sure high and you know various yeah. government agencies would take a different view than I take and would say no, that's piracy. But I mean, I don't know what to say about that. 
it seems I mean, kind of unrealistic. Because technically it is, but people 100% are like, yeah, let me watch this illegal stream of this concert on Twitter. And they don't feel any kind of way about it, but a fan site taking photos <laughs> at the concert, they're like, uh-uh, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I don't know, it feels, I feel like I sound so <clears throat> bitter, but it feels a lot like picking and choosing to me. No, it 100% is. 100% is. <clears throat> Um, I guess any other thoughts on fan sites? I have like a couple <laughs> closing thoughts, but it's kind of changing the subject. Slash I was going back to saucing. Thinking about one story in the Reddit where someone was yeah. saying that they just don't think that at least BTS members like phones at all. Like they were particularly talking about Yoongi and that they were like pretty close to the stage, I guess. And she was having like many interactions with Yoongi and then at a certain point they pulled out their phone and then Yoongi didn't want to interact with him at all like like he just doesn't like phones which would make sense yeah uh thinking of back to shadow that's rough (laughs) like (laughs) some people just probably don't like phones in their face or just constantly being recorded like that's probably like super annoying so it's like, are you as a fan any better having your phone out at the concert? <laughs> we just have worse cameras. <laughs> 24-7. Are you any better than the fan site right next to you with the big <laughs> mega camera? I don't know. It's just interesting to think about. I think the argument there would be that like I am recording this blurry... Hmm, I was going to say... ASS. Uh, so I'll spell it instead. <laughs> this blurry video um, for my own personal use versus like fan sites selling that photo or getting money off of it. True. But there's so many photos out, and so many fan sites out there. I can't imagine that you'd be making like extreme mad money. Does but, the scope of the money you're making matter? I don't know. But what if the art doesn't like either? <laughs> what if the artist isn't like either he says no photos <laughs> i'm an idol but no photos no i just know like i don't know like enjoy the moment like he said that in one of the documentaries like i wish people would just put their phone down and enjoy the moment <clears throat> mm. what do you do then mm. <laughs> <laughs> i okay Yungi. <laughs> okay Yugi gets to live as a member of BTS every single day. I get to go to one, or if I'm lucky, two shows per year. If I'm very, very lucky. I'm going to have my phone out. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not better than a fan site. I'm going to have my phone out. I need to remember that you were this close to me, even though it's still probably 100 feet or 33 meters or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm right there with you. Like, like I, put your phones down. Yeah. That's cute. No, <laughs> it's just food for thought. I'm just, I just find it interesting. Not at a concert, right? <clears throat> I would not film them at a restaurant, but like at a concert where we've paid to go and enjoy it as we see fit. Like, I don't know. No one's telling me what to do with my stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe that sounds bad. I'm so sorry if I've offended anyone, but no. <laughs> they do say, like, no videotaping. Well. Like, but we all know that people are doing that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Which is even a weird thing to say, because how can you say no videotaping? Like, how do you know that I'm videotaping right now? Are you standing <laughs> behind me while I take photos? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I hear the point you're making. I also actually flagged something similar. It was a thread also on Reddit. It might even have been a response to that, but someone was like, I swear that, um, you know, if you, if they see you like taking fan site photos, they won't come to your side of the stage. And someone else was like, no, that's not true. (laughs) And then they were like, oh, I'm sorry. I saw it on TikTok. Like, just in a general PSA, let's not believe everything we see on TikTok or anywhere on the internet for that matter. Yeah. Let's practice some critical thinking. <laughs> I mean, some of the threads were saying that, like, some of the idols are cool with the fan sites. Yeah. But obviously some of them they're not because they're probably, like, they're not fan sites anymore. They're, like, stalkers. <laughs> Why are you everywhere? <laughs> There was one of JK in like one of the five interactions and it was a saucing at a music show. I think it was Music Bank and he saw her and was immediately like, Ugh. like she was a blacklisted saucing. So, I mean, if the members see you and are cringing, it's probably not a great sign. Yeah. What bothered me was people were talking about Asian fans in particular getting harassed. Because people at concerts were just like saying they were fan sites just simply because they were like Asian. Right. Like or because they were Korean. Yeah. And I'm like, that's absolutely wild. Yeah. That's another thing. People were saying, like, I reported this fan site to security, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, worry about yourself. I don't know. Like, <laughs> if someone's in danger, okay, like, call call for like security okay you don't like the way someone's using their army bomb or like someone is taking photos like i'm sorry but you need to relax like yeah because someone was saying that they were like getting hit with an army bomb and i understand that's annoying but i generally hate getting bumped into but at the same time like you're in a crowded concert space. But somebody know, was some saying people... they were getting bonked on the head with the army bomb like multiple times. Now, if somebody's bonking me on the head with an army bomb multiple times, I'm turning around and I'm saying something. Maybe, but like you don't have to call security. Be like, excuse me. Could you I don't have I don't have to I don't have to call security, but I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna say something. Fair. And if you wanna fight, then we can fight, and then we can get security involved. But I'm gonna turn around and I'm going to say something. Claire yeah. does not endorse or espouse <laughs> violence. You're not going to hit me on the head with an army bomb multiple times like that's an accident. No, it's, <laughs> at a certain point, it's not an accident anymore. Stop bonking me on the head. But also, how out of it do you have to be to not notice that you deck someone? Like, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, how are you... What's the height level? Like, I'm trying to even figure out how that works. Like, was this in the pit? Was this what, seated? Especially if it's seated, like, now nah, you're not gonna keep. 
Because <laughs> it's like clearly on some kind of incline. Like, how the hell are you hitting me in the head right now? Let's have a conversation. <laughs> so you don't do I'm this just again. Envisioning someone like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what is going on? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's not cool. But at the same time, can we not call security on people? Like, you would have to be warranted. like, you'd have because now you're making me leave my seat to go get security. Like, you would have to be like really violating me or my space in order for me to make me leave my seat and go get security. Because it's not even like security is just like everywhere, right? They're not like at the end of each row. Right. <laughs> like, you gotta go look for security. <laughs> Welcome to America, where we take our own lives into our own hands all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, isn't it kind of concerning, though? Like, not trying to, like, stand up for... Okay. Isn't it kind of concerning that some security is so passive that someone is able to get those big lenses into security and, like, it's not a problem? Like, 100%. Because if you could get that into the arena, what else can you get into the arena? And that is a lot of what people were talking about on the Reddit thread. And we kind of talked about that last time with all the, like, drugs that were smuggled into Lala. Like, <laughs> I can't take my sunscreen, but yet someone here yeah. pulled up with, like, five blunts. I have no idea. <laughs> but, like, sure, if you want to hide, like, a blunt in your bra, okay, that's one thing. But how are fan sides getting those huge lenses into... <laughs> arena stadiums whatever that's kind of it's scary yeah that's That's true and it's like metal so you would assume it's setting off like a metal detector yeah 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 you should probably follow all rules and regulations of whatever venue you are at (laughs) (laughs) but we all know how security was at sofi at this point so nothing shocks me anymore after that experience exactly so um okay so there were two other saucing things i wanted to mention i was looking through my notes the one i was laughing i shouldn't laugh it's actually very serious but i guess there's a gym that a lot of sm artists go to and the gym had to release a thing saying like yo if you're not actually a member to like work out (laughs) Please Stop do not take here. pictures. Yeah. <laughs> do not take pictures of other people working out. <clears throat> we're hoping this won't be a problem. But then netizens were like, SM Entertainment doesn't have a gym in their building. SM should make a gym in their company building. <laughs> like, why are they doing this? Like, really though, like, I don't know. We've been joking about Hive and like the two floors of gyms and like the glass walls, and you're trying to have a meeting. <laughs> like June's free lifting in the background. Like we've joked about that, which we now know you don't have access to that floor, <laughs> right? But um, yeah, I I just was like, does SM not have a gym in their building? Is it a really crappy gym? Like, I mean, maybe so weird. I don't know how long the SM building has been there, right? But Hype only just acquired a gym in their building. <laughs> so, like, are you just, like, calling them broke? Like, maybe SM is. I don't know. But, like, maybe not everybody can have a gym in their building. The point is, stop showing up to gyms trying to stock idols. <laughs> if you take a photo of me 
<laughs> while I'm working out, we will tussle. I will fight. I will lose the fight, maybe, but I will try to fight you. Because, like, I, you you don't have to take the photo. I will post the photo. Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? The, the idol is going to post a photo. Like, you don't have to follow me to the gym and take it. I'm going to post it, I promise. <laughs> I'm going to give you the sweaty pic for free because that's what I do as an idol because I'm trying to please y'all. Like, you don't have to come to the gym and take the photo for me. <laughs> Pan over to our leader, Namjoon. Like, come on. The way my stomach was hurting yesterday. (laughs) This isn't about him, but it's about him right now. He does it for us. The sweaty riverfront pics. Exactly. I didn't have to go stalk him on the Han River so that I could go (laughs) get that photo. He did it for me. Because that's what my king does. (laughs) For you specifically. Namjoon posted those photos. Exactly. He says, this goes out to Kalea, the one I sent all the photo cards to. How many feet pick do we get for free? I don't have to go and like go inside his home and hide under his bed so I can take photos of his feet. You're even saying that out loud. <laughs> even as a joke, I'm just like, I cannot. But actually, it brings me to the next point that I wanted to make. Thanks for setting up the transition. You and I were texting about this before the call. I want to barf. This is a trigger warning if you have a queasy stomach. Leave now. Leave now, I'm telling you. Someone, again, we shouldn't believe everything we read on the internet. This is unverified. But someone in a thread about crazy saucing behavior on Reddit posted that there was a saucing on a flight with them who went into the bathroom after Jimin and licked the airplane toilet seat. Mm-mm-mm. I want to throw up even saying those words. I love Jimin. I love Jimin. What is wrong with you? A public airplane <laughs> toilet seat as we both sit here coughing because we have COVID after masking at Wallapalooza. I'm holding a pair of scissors. Like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? That is the nastiest thing. I have seen some shit on the internet, you know. I'm 30 years old. I've read some things. What is wrong with you to lick a toilet seat? A public toilet seat? That was the craziest thing I read. I texted you immediately and I said, no way. No effing way. (laughs) I refuse. I don't like anybody that much. (laughs) I don't either. So I was like, what what is the point? Like, because what if he didn't sit down on the toilet? Like, what are, what are you trying to you gain? You just lick up everyone else's <laughs> cooties. Yeah, like, like what? You weren't in there with him, so you don't know what he did in there. Any Name the virus. They have it. Like, <laughs> the airport, the airport, or the, I should say the airplane toilets specifically are disgusting. They're disgusting. They're horrible. I will, like, try my hardest not to have to go to the bathroom on an airplane. <laughs> just so literally go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the only reason I'm gonna use it is because this flight is like 12 hours and I have exactly. to you know like <laughs> I need to stretch my legs so I don't get like a clot yeah, like I am 100% going before we get on this plane because I'm not using no it's disgusting it's like worst case scenario in my head I was like <clears throat> what if it's a first class toilet seat and I'm like still no <laughs> Still no. 
No. I, I was trying and I just cannot. This I cannot understand. I cannot <laughs> justify. I cannot protect you. And then you and I were texting. Even in the unfathomable world where you did that. That's something you did. That's not something you then go and tell people so that they're talking about it on the internet. Like, if you do that, that is between you and God for real. Exactly. Like, no one else ever needs to know that you did that. Never would tell a single soul I did that. So you're going to be the exclusive saucing that did something no other saucing did. And they're like, cool for you, I guess. Like, I just, I like genuinely, what is that? Every time I go on a plane now, I'm unfortunately going to think about this. And I'm going to be like, did this person choose your colorful expletive here? lick this toilet seat or any surface in this bathroom <laughs> like i would like i wouldn't even want to put my face next to the toilet because it had to have smelled how do you even have the audacity to lick it like i just don't understand <laughs> i don't get it not right i don't get it <clears throat> like seek help that's actually <laughs> concerning speechless genuinely also again what is your objective <laughs> Jimin's like she must really love me or he or they they must really love me they just licked where I sat he's gonna be like get away from me <laughs> like no yeah yeah I yeah I don't get it. The absolute violation. Yeah. I'm just like, what is the psych? I don't understand. What is the psychology behind this? <laughs> this is one I'm hoping the internet is lying to me about. Yeah. This is when parasocial relationships gone go wrong, I should say. I wouldn't even do that in a relationship. <laughs> like an intimate relationship. I would be like, what is that? What is it? I'm done. That's what- I'll be here yeah. all day. <laughs> it has to be the product of specifically a parasocial one. Like something this fantasy creates for you. Like your brain just starts doing some things. <laughs> uh, it might be time to like reroute some neurons or something. I don't yeah. know. Whatever neural pathways you're using, please stop using them. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm like, let's not bully people, but this person. <laughs> what are you doing? We can make an exception. <laughs> what in the name of all that is holy or unholy are you doing? Yeah, that's very unholy. <laughs> We're like, well, you're so unhinged, but like, that's actually unhinged. That's not very. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very. Oh my. <coughs> anyway, we've been on here for a long freaking time. Yeah. Any parting thoughts? Don't like toilet seat. <laughs> I will share one final funny thing as a parting gift to everyone. If you made it this far, thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> I was allegedly looking at a Hosok Thirst TikTok that I then sent to our group 
And immediately after it was a TikTok of a cat that had its tail shaved. And it was really weird and funny looking. And I wanted to send it to my mom. You can imagine what happened. I sent my mom the Hosok thirst trap TikTok (laughs) (sighs) as a text. So, yeah. Luckily, it was like one where after a second it cuts and he's like, uh, uh, uh. So my mom will be like, you need God, but at least it stopped. (laughs) Did she respond? She just ignored it. (laughs) May never speak of this because she was texting me about other things and she brought me groceries tonight because I can't leave the house. So she sent me a soup recipe and just never commented on either the Hosok thirst trap or the cat video. What will happen is she'll play it on blast accidentally. (laughs) with the volume all the way up in some unsuspecting situation but the volume wasn't bad it was specifically what he was doing right (laughs) yeah he's like body rolling at hobie palooza yeah so she'll be like julie needs therapy (laughs) she'll be like my catholic child what has happened to you yeah so anyway don't send your mom BTS thirst traps. Moral of the story. <laughs> Double check which TikTok you have copy pasted to your uh... before hitting sin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't know what TikTok it is before you hit send. Right? No, because it just the link. shows you the link, but yeah. then the thumbnail pops up. So that's how I got that's how yeah. I was had. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Fun fact. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Oh, man. To answer your earlier question, I feel like it is worse that she didn't say anything because we could be like, oh, haha, and move on. Yeah, now exactly. I just have to live in mystery forever. Your 3 a.m. thoughts. <laughs> new, new intrusive thought unlocked. Did yeah. my mom watch or not watch <laughs> the J-Hope first drop I accidentally sent her? Exactly. You have to ask her now. <laughs> I'll update for next time. Yeah, you have to ask. Like, did she? Did you watch it, or did you just ignore it? <laughs> did you say like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to send that to you"? I was like, "Oh, haha, sorry." Was trying to send to the friend group chat anyway. Here's this cat. Oh, so I I will ask her. <laughs> Maybe she just didn't click on it. Maybe she's like, I don't care about this. Yeah, and I'll be like, this is the best not caring you've ever done. <laughs> So anyway, that's my parting story. I need to go drink some water and sleep. We will see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.